Welcome back to Unscripted Scripture, where I'm Zach. I'm Jack. Yeah. Jack, why do you think we go over, we like, we say we're Unscripted Scripture, you know? But, like, mm-hmm. obviously they know that if they click on our name. Oh, that's true. I don't know. Huh. Well, what if it just starts playing? Now they know they're listening to Unscripted Scripture. Yeah. Yeah, so they know already. Yeah, they know already. But it's just like a good refocus, you know, and it gives us a good excuse to do the yeah and say yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, welcome guys. Uh, We are starting season two. We finished season one, um, which was just um, telling stories, looking in the Bible, just uh, recreating stories for you guys. Um, maybe making it a little bit funner to read, um, or hear or seeing it in a different way. Um, but now we feel like we're going in a different direction. Um, that's why we call it season two. Um, but yeah, what that pretty much means is, uh, it's going to be, we're going over a topic, um, and we're using a whole bunch of Bible verses to kind of explain our topic and we look to get more personal. Um, and yeah, anything to add to that, Jack? Yeah, I think we were super happy with how the first season kind of played out, and it was a lot of a lot of uh, questioning and and just patience and kind of trusting that God's gonna uh, use this for His purpose. You know, we we didn't really have a plan going in. We we're just like, this is our new, our way of discipling to people during COVID. Um, right. It was something new that He put on our plate, and we feel like He took it off and just just blew it up to a pretty cool place where now we feel comfortable uh, taking it further and then diving into more personal stuff, like you said. Uh, and that's what we're looking at for this next season. And we got, we got some big stuff planned. So we're really excited. Yeah. Exciting. Um, yeah. More candid, more free. Yeah. Um, more just some conversation. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's just like uh, me and Jack sitting in front of microphones, just talking. Um, yeah. about how we can get better at life. Uh, Zach, so, yeah. did you hear – I got I to gotta share this with you. Did you hear about the MLB, what the news in the MLB today? Yes, there is a new general manager. Yeah, the Marlins, the first – they just signed the first female general manager in Major League Baseball history. In professional sports history. It's yeah, yeah. oh, yeah. Professional – female professional sport general manager – uh, over a men's team, um, like all four over all like four leagues, right? Right. Yeah. That's crazy. Kim and Ang is her Kim, name. Yeah, and she is. Uh, she's quite the resume. Uh, she's <laughs> yeah. Gone with the White Sox, the Dodgers. I think there's another team in between there. She was with um, the Yankees. Oh, and the Yankees. How could she's I got three that? World Series rings. So she's mm-hmm. already she already knew Jeter, Derek Jeter yeah. from the Yankees, and now he right. hired her for the Marlins. So cool, so cool. That's crazy. Um, yeah, and then what? She worked with the MLB for her last couple of years, right? Like, she yeah, was she was with, with the, the commissioner's office. Yeah, so a lot of experience. Um, I was, I used to be like a under, 
under the table Marlins fan back when they had Yelich and Stanton and D Gordon and Oh yeah, um, we know about that. No, not everyone. Are you kidding me? That's why I'm telling it. All right. Like that was a clutch team. You're right. We don't talk about it, so that's why I'm putting it out there. Uh for shame, Zach. And now they all went to different teams because, you know, the Marlins can't Pam and they're all <laughs> MVPs uh, yeah. having Hall of Fame seasons. Uh, yeah. So. It's cool. I was really happy to see it. I tweeted about it. I was oh, like, did you? Awesome. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, man. It's groundbreaking. Oh, it is. It's. it's cool. I think last year we just had our first, or maybe that was two years ago, the first female coach in like the NFL. Um, she was, oh, I, I heard that. Yeah, I remember that. She was like a training coach. Um, but like that was big news. And then they had a referee, mm. first referee. Yeah. Uh, and now like to this, like it's it's looking good for the women. Um, it's it's quite exciting. I'm I'm actually really excited about all of it. Yeah, and it plays well, I guess, into what we're going to talk about today a little bit. You know, diving into sports, talking about right. baseball. Yeah. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna look at you know what the Bible has to say about humility, um, and per, I guess particularly like for you and me, and how we've encountered that through our lives, and uh, how we try to strive to be humble every day mm-hmm. um, before God. So that's that's kind of what we're gonna look at today with this episode, right. um, starting off this new season and just seeing how it rolls and how how God leads us in this conversation. So I'm excited. Me too. I'm more excited. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. Go I'll ahead. ask you, uh, when we, when we first, so you and I had talked about this for a while, but when we first started mm-hmm. to, uh, dive into this topic and I first told you, like, I think we should do humility and you're like, yes, I'm all for it. Right. Um, what was like the first thing that kind of popped into your head when you started looking at this word and, and what it means? Yeah. Dude, so crazy. I was going to ask you this question. Um, yeah, I know. But you cut me off and you asked me, so now I have to answer first. Um, yeah, I think uh, just there was a lot of stuff. I just felt like through my life um, or just this past year, I felt like there was a lot of times where maybe I think I, I was talking with Jacqueline, my girlfriend, and I was like, I think I want to start – like, I think my humility isn't where it used to be. I think I need to become more uh, humble. And I was like, I don't know what that looks like. Um, but I just really hope to be more humble. And um, I think like a week to two weeks later, Jack's like, hey, um, I want to start this new uh, thing with our podcast. And I think our first word should be uh, humility. And I was like, whoa. All right. So here we are, God. I hear you. So, um, yeah. And then just going through this, um, just really has worked on my heart and just, it's actually torn me down. Like you're a terrible person, Zach, get better. Um, so it's awesome. Well, how about you? What do you, when you first wanted to do the word, what did you think? Yeah. Um, well, I obviously, yeah, it's something we think about, well, we don't think about a lot, but I don't think you can talk about humility without talking about pride. Um, they're both intertwined and it's so they parallel each other and they're, I think, exact opposites. So right. yeah. I started to look at areas where I had been proud 
of myself and haven't been giving God the glory. Um, and I guess it, I took it back to sports. Sports okay. is probably the number one thing we'll yeah. talk about today. I just it just seems so obvious and and so like in your face that like that's where humility is tested. Um, that's where it's in, in how you I'm, I'm talking about like athletes, like people actually participating in sports right, right, and how right. they are always striving to give God glory or, or mm-hmm. in most cases mm-hmm. we should. I know I've struggled with that um, mostly through rugby in college. Um, and I was, you know, it's every time I would, I wasn't I wasn't that good at sports in high school. Let's just say that uh, I was a wrestler and I played baseball, but I never really got to the point where I had always desired to be, like in terms of talent and skill. <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah, rugby was kind of a new frontier for me, and I was God blessed me with a lot of um, strength there and a lot of success and. A lot of times, though, when I would score and stuff, I would be pounding my chest and and kind of seeking praise from my teammates. Um, and it wasn't until like after the game or even even before the game, I would try to prepare my heart for those moments and saying, you know what, I want to give you the glory, God. I want to I want to give it to you because I wouldn't be here without you. You're the one who blessed me with this team, blessed me with this opportunity. But then in the moment. I totally lose sight of that. And it's all about myself and my pride. Um, and so I think that's where I've been tested a lot. And that's that's where my mind went to when looking at this uh, truth in the Bible. Um, yeah, the river rats got to you. Yeah, for sure. And especially when I took on leadership roles for that team, mm, yeah. like it, it just excelled further. And I huh. was like, I had to really rethink how I, how I led and – how I wanted to appear to my teammates and, and show them what that right. meant to be humble. But it was hard. Yeah. I've, I found mine, um, like when I was going over this, I had to look and be like, okay, where, where do I need to become more humble? And I found mine in sports too, but in a different way. Uh, I stopped playing sports um, like my freshman, sophomore year of high school. So um, really never was a big deal like recently um, that I could remember sports being so humbling, but what it like the actual physical playing side of it. But um, what I could remember was um, I would always predict and say, Oh, this guy, this guy. um, Yeah. Like, Oh, I believe this guy's going to go off. And if they do go off, they win a Super Bowl. They um, are MVP or a team wins the world series, you know, like an yeah. underrated team, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I would just really, I would never let the people that I told hear the end of it. I'd be like, yeah, that was me. I told you, I told you I was going to be right. Um, so that's where I found my like bragging, I guess my pride. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. This, and it's something that we still haven't figured out. I think that's important to say up front. Um, that Zach and I, like, just to the audience, just Zach and I are not, we're not saying we've conquered humility. Like, it's a battle right, every right. day. And God's always showing us in different ways how we can maintain 
what it means to be humble. And yeah. I think especially with the podcast, like that's, mm, it's been mm-hmm. something that, you know, it's definitely not taken off like to a point of like internet fame or something, but right. um, we're, st- we still get a lot of positive feedback and mm-hmm. it could drive us to uh, be a little prideful. And so oh, yeah. always maintaining like humility and focus, focusing on, where the wherever the praise is due um and it, it's always got to be due to god it's always got to be given to god yeah um, and this I, I think there's so many athletes who've done a great job of it i mean it, like yeah Tim Tebow. yeah oh i was gonna ask gosh. you like what's your who's your athlete who's your like oh, humble man. athlete that you look at tebow has tebow's tebow? gotta be yeah he he's, yeah he put faith on the forefront like Mm, mm -hmm. it was when he was in his prime in like the broncos or what what was he where was he the best probably would you say broncos or was Uh, it the jets yeah broncos it was definitely the broncos broncos yeah hardly played he was a backup i don't know you're the tebow guy no it was it was definitely (laughs) it was yeah like you want a super you want a playoff game with them not a super oh true yeah yeah, he's the he's the fourth quarter guy, isn't he? Right. <laughs> but he was so unashamed of his faith, and he received a lot of criticism for it, uh, like being so upfront and bold with with his faith. But you know, he would he would have the John three sixteen eye black, and he'd mm-hmm. he pray before the games. He would there's like when they have him mic'd up, he's singing hymns. Uh, like on the sidelines hmm. and he's always focused on the greater goal, like always focused on God, even in those heated moments when he's, you know, on screen, when he's right. leading the team, when he's the, the cr- roar of the crowd. Like, I think he's just, he was a great role model for that. And he still is. He's well, he all still is. Yeah. yeah. He st- still talks on college game days. Um, He's a big reporter in that. He still plays – I don't know if he's still playing baseball, um, but I remember going and seeing him at a double-A game, and, I mean, oh, everyone yeah, everyone wanted to come and get his autograph. <laughs> like, there was actually the number one draft pick on the opposing team of Tebow, and no one was over there getting his autograph. Yeah. Mick Moniak, no one wanted his autograph. He was just drafted number one the year before. Um, everyone was over – at Tebow trying to get an autograph. So like, it's just crazy. Like, yeah, he has, he has the crowd, um, but he still stays humble. Um, So yeah, definitely a huge, huge um, example of humility. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Um, What, when we, let's look back at the, the back of the word here um, and I'll redirect the question to you. Um, So we're taught, you know, humility in the Bible is always surrounded by Jesus. Like Jesus and humility that they're closely tied. Um, So how how do you think, how did Jesus humble himself? Like what did did his humility look like? Because he wasn't, he wasn't quarterback for the Broncos. So, you know, what did, what did you think Jesus, how did he show humility in his life? Yeah, well, I actually think that was the hardest thing for me to get through in the Bible is because Jesus, he showed humility, but
but he was able to do it in a way where, like, he had to still show that, like, he was the son of God. He had to prove to people that he was the son of God or else people would not believe. Um, mm. And I think that's just, that was just such a struggle, struggle. I remember reading through John and being like, how is Jesus, how can he do this without bragging? How can he say, yeah. like, I am, because a lot of times, well, he is the I am. He, well, I guess God says that, but um, <laughs> he's like, I'm the son of God. Um, whatever you do, it comes through me. And um, I think the biggest thing for him was um, he didn't hang out with the high class. He didn't, he always stayed toward that low class um, and yeah. helped the people who really were in need. Um, I think someone like that could easily be like, yeah, I'm all this, I'm all that, um, and hang out with the the smart people, the rulers and all that. Um, but Jesus always stuck towards um, the people who needed him the most. Yeah. Came to seek and save the lost. And I think humility, it's more than just a sense of gratitude. It's more than just thanks and, and look, you know, looking up to the sky and thanking God for everything, for mm -hmm. every failure, every success. It's a fear of God. You know, it's, right. Jesus was humbled through obedience. He was obedient to death. Like he was obedient to the cross. And that was his way of showing his humility before God, showing that, you know what, I, he's greater than all this. I'm not, I'm nothing. And so I'm willing to die for that. I'm willing to die for him. And so humility and obedience are very closely tied. Um, and I think the story of the parable of the Pharisee and the tax collector in Luke 18 is awesome for this. Um, I'll just, I'll read the whole thing and then we can kind of go in it. Um, okay. So this is Luke 18, nine uh, to some who were confident of their own righteousness and looked down on everyone else. Jesus told this parable, two men went up to the temple to pray. One was a Pharisee and the other was a tax collector. The Pharisee stood by himself and prayed, God, I thank you that I'm not like other people, robbers, evildoers, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week and give a tenth of all I get. But the tax collector stood at a distance. He would not even look up to heaven, but beat his breast and said, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. I tell you that this man, rather than the other, went home justified before God. For all those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. Wow. Thanks, Jack, for the story time. <laughs> that was really good. I felt like I was back in kindergarten crisscross applesauce. Yeah? Yeah. Too bad I didn't have pictures. I know. <laughs> there were pictures in my head. I was able to see them in oh, my good. head. I have a good imagination. <laughs> but that's, I mean, that's like the root of it. It's Jesus telling the, the one who humbles, humbles himself before God, recognizing mm -hmm. his faults, recognizing his dirtiness. You know, that's the one who will be praised by God. God will bless mm -hmm. them. I think, it's so, I think it's so cool to show like who Jesus was and his understanding of humility and how it resonates with us now. Yeah, I love that. that's that's awesome. And then I, 
where I found the biggest thing in mine was um, Philippians 2. Um, Philippians 2, 1 through 11 just talks about um, just imitating Christ's uh, humility. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you found this scripture, Jack, but um, mm-hmm. just I think the biggest one in 2, if I were to pinpoint a verse, it'd be uh, 2, 3. It says, do nothing out of self do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain consent rather in humility value others above yourself not looking at your own interests but each other's or each of you to the interests of others um in your relationship with one another have the same mindset as jesus christ um how it doesn't it gets doesn't get easier than that like that's simple like it just says i look at five two five says just have the same mindset as jesus christ um and that goes on and uh says more stuff um in verse eight says and being found in appearance as a man he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death even death on the cross so that's pretty much what you explained um Back when yeah. you asked, how do you see Jesus as um, humble? Uh, two eight there in Philippians kind of puts it out there. Yeah, understanding that his, his our plans are not his plans, and you know that's what Jesus understood that, and he, he's like obviously Jesus wouldn't want to die on the cross, like mm-hmm. n- nobody seeks death, but because God said this is where I'm calling you then yeah, he's like, I have to do it. Right. Uh, you know, I have to be obedient to that because that's where God's leading me. And that's that's humility, man. Like that is that is trust and faith at its core. Like uh, it's hard it's hard to put that into perspective, like now looking at how we live, but and like how I can do that during rugby and how you can do that in your life. Like it's just how do we give God glory in these things? And how do we always understand that like, this is all for his plan. Like we should never be doing something for our own sake. Um, mm-hmm. And I just, yeah, it's really cool. And, and Philip Proverbs three, five kind of looks at that too. I know, you know, this verse, um, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Mm-hmm. In all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your path straight. So lean not on your own understanding. Um, yeah. Oh, that one, that killed me. That came across my uh, Bible app a couple weeks ago um, as the verse of the day and really came at a good time where um, a lot of stuff was happening, and I had no idea what was going on and trying to figure out it out on my own. And um, God right there said, lean not on your own understanding. Um, and wow, impactful at the right time. Yeah. It's hard to know, like right now, I think, um, we can be so focused on ourselves, especially during COVID. Um, you know, it's important to look out for other people and and to love each other, um, and to protect ourselves. But, how are we maintaining humility before God and staying obedient to his call now during COVID? I think that's 
that's like the big question uh, going forward from um, understanding what humility means. Yeah, I I do too. Uh, what do you what do you think the world thinks humility means right now, Jack? Like, what do you think they have the same definition that we've gone through um, just today, or do you think they have a different definition? Well, if, yeah. So, like for me, looking if I was looking at it from their perspective, from the world's perspective, mm-hmm. I would say humility just means to not give yourself the praise. You know, um, don't seek out the the attention, the spotlight. You know, protect right. your ego and your pride by giving someone else the glory and saying, "Oh no, man! Like that's all you. Like you, you got that. You did that. I didn't do any of that. That wasn't me." Mm-hmm. And I think people would would say that's their definition of it. Uh, but at the same time, I think so often all of us struggle with that. And at, mm-hmm. at some s- small place in our hearts, like we, we do seek attention and we do seek glory you know, and fame and, and riches and wealth. and All of that stems from not, not having a humble heart and mm-hmm. knowing who got you there, who helped you get there and why why must we be humble because of those reasons? So I, yeah, that's what I would say. I think it's just a natural desire. So would you say that compares pretty good to the biblical definition? Like, do you think the world knows the definition of how to be humble? It's just, they lack in doing it or they just don't know how to be humble. Um, like the Bible tells us to, I think in a way there's a correlation between what they would, what people would define as humble and what the Bible would say is humble. But I think where it differs is that humility in the Bible is a fear of the Lord. I mean, that's literally Proverbs 22, four. Yeah. It says, um, humility is the fear of the Lord. It's wages are riches and honor in life. Um, so like Jesus thought and then what Jesus said, like humility is obedience. Humility is, it's not just giving praise to someone else. It's following God's call with obedient, with an obedient heart um, and a grateful heart. And I, I think, I think there's a little difference there than what most people would think of as humble. And I didn't even know this until we, we really got into it for this episode. But yeah, I think, I think there is a difference there. Yeah, exactly. And I, I'd say the same thing. Um, obviously, I had a pre-thought of humble or humility before we did this. And yeah. um, just like you said, uh, what it says in Proverbs there, um, just the fear of God. Um, I mean, Proverbs is great. It talks about humility a lot. I know in Proverbs eleven two it says kind of when pride comes, then comes disgrace. But uh, with humility comes wisdom. And I mean, who doesn't want wisdom? Who doesn't want to just know yeah. um, kind of all the answers? Um, so, yeah, I I think there is a big difference. And um, mm-hmm. I think I think the world does a good job. It's, it's like that happy feeling, uh, the humble, the world's definition of being humble is is good. It's that happy, but it's not it. It's not the biblical definition of sure. uh, fearing God. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Cool. Man, this is good. I love, I love this. I think I'm so excited for like future conversations like this, um, talking about different, different truths in the Bible. Um, 
and just with this whole new season, um, really excited for you guys to hear Zach and I dive into some more personal matters um, and, you know, look at how these truths have impacted our lives, how we might have struggled with some things uh, and really uh, be a little vulnerable through the podcast, uh, I think is will be awesome. But um, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, you know, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, leave us comments there. You can send in a voice message um, and we'd love to hear from you. Give some feedback um, and be sure to come back on Apple, Spotify uh, or Google. And yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, let's go forward with a humble heart, uh, giving God the glory and uh, we'll see you next time. See you guys. Peace.